When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance. We are asking at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. What's lasted longer than Tom Brady's retirement? Plus, you can give us your thoughts on Brady's return. Here's what Tom Brady posted on social media last night. These past two months, I've realized my place is on the field and not in the stands. What what gave it away, Tom? Was it the fact you led the league in everything last year? That time will come, but it's not now. I love my teammates. I love my supportive family. They make it all possible. (laughs) Giselle, if if I put how much you guys need, can I please play football again? I'm coming back from my 23rd season in Tampa, unfinished business, LFG. What that mean, LFG? L-F-G. You don't get me fired. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, let's go. Let's uh, let's freaking go. go. Let's freaking go, Key. So, I mean, it, by the way, he didn't even have to tell anybody. Do you remember? I mean, he's talking about over the last couple. He's talking about yeah. So I visited my parents. Later on today, we're gonna stop and get a latte. I laid in my bed when I was seven years old. Maybe it was the bed that made him change his mind. <laughs> He's, I went to see my parents again. Played Play some golf, golf again. Is there anything you're? Where, where's your passion right now? Where do you find your passion in life? Well, football, which I can play better than anyone's ever done anything. But I'm not going to do that anymore. Why not? Um, my family says I they've sacrificed enough for me. It's time for me to sacrifice, give up the thing I love, other than my family, more than anything in the world. Eh. He knew he was coming back. By the way, the odds for the Bucks to win the Super Bowl from 20 to 1 to 10 to 1 because of this announcement. To win the NFC from 10 to 1 to 5 to 1 behind only the Rams, Packers, and Niners. All sucker bets, too. Sucker bets what? For them to win? Sucker bets. People going to do like that dude, whoever bought that ball, they're going to go running, putting money on Brady. <laughs> so are you making the announcement right now that the Bucks aren't going to do it? They're not going to win the NFC. Not going to. Yeah, get I don't that? see. I don't see them winning it. But that's just me. Try this one though. MVP odds. <clears throat> Remember when they posted those odds when he was so supposedly retired and everyone was like, eh, I don't believe it. They posted forty-five to one odds. Forty-five to one to win the MVP. He was retired. But now he has the third best odds behind Mahomes and Rodgers at nine to one. So had you placed a bet when he was supposedly retired, you'd have gotten. Five times the value is if you place a bet now, which is still nine to one. And by the way, he could mess around, easily win MVP. You could have easily said he was the MVP this year. So the money changes, right? So if I would took it at four to forty-five to one, mm. and I put whatever hundred bucks, you got forty-five hundred back. And so now nine hundred back. But do they stay at? Do they stay at forty-five to one? Because that's when I did it. Yep. yep. You got the ticket at forty-five ticket. to one. You Lock put your hundred dollars down. I right? did that, man. Go find my ticket. <laughs> Go find my <laughs> ticket. That's the problem right there. No, I but I'm so, so oh, so if you so if somebody was smart and calculated that, mm-hmm. 
Take wow, that they bet came right then up. And there, yeah. yeah well, I mean, I mean, they, they came up. Except that he could easily win the MVP. You're still unlikely to win it because there are a lot of good players in the league in any given season. Well, he could have won it this year, and they gave could've. it to Rodgers. Yep. Could you imagine if you had that bet and it came down to the same sort of thing, and mm. he could have won it, but they gave it to someone else at forty-five to one? Mm. Someone's got a ticket out there with real money on it at forty-five to one. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Someone's got it. I think I do. <laughs> Key, I wanna, why do you think? Why do you think the Bucks aren't going to be close this year? Well, there's, there's a lot of uh, not close. Uh, okay, they're not going to the Super Bowl, in my opinion, and they're not going to the NFC Championship game, in my opinion. There's, they they've got a lot of holes to fill. Guys like OJ Howard is looking for a second contract. Leonard Fournette has never gotten a second contract. Uh, Ronald Jones has not gotten a second contract. So when you start to think about Chris Godwin being injured, you start putting the pieces together. That's a lot. And with those guys there, they still lost to the Rams in the divisional round last year. I understand Brady gives everybody hope. You dare talk bad about Tom Brady. I dare you. What was your career ever like? I get all that. That's great. I'm just telling you, when you're missing as many pieces as they could potentially be missing, it's hard to sit here and say, oh, well, they're going to wind up going to the Super Bowl and wind up being an NFC Championship game. I understand Brady. I get it. It's Brady. How dare you doubt him? But I'm doubting it. ESPN Stats and Info just put this out, guys. Tom Brady's 44 years, 223 days old today. He'll be older than the head coach of his opponent in eight of Tampa Bay's 17 games next season. <laughs> eight at almost half the games. He's older than the opposing head coach. It's a lot of football knowledge up there. Um, key... Mike Tannenbaum was on the show earlier today, said it's going to be a bad look for Aaron Rodgers to grab for every penny when Brady always takes less. And as a result, partially, his team should be able to put a better team around him. And but can we just like let's not, let's not go over the whole argument again. Hey, hit on your draft picks, et cetera, et cetera, if you pay a guy, because the team that doesn't pay as much can also hit on draft picks. They still at the end have a few more dollars to spend on some other pieces. My yeah. question is this. Did things just get harder for Rodgers and the Packers in the NFL? Or obviously they got harder, but how much harder for Rodgers and the Packers? Well, I think it, it, everybody in the NFC, but it got hard because a clear path – well, not a clear path, but a, a much simpler path seemed to be no Brady, no Russell Wilson, that, that it was just going to be a little cleaner because you got Stafford in the Rams, maybe Arizona makes a run – uh, uh, Jimmy G's on the move. Trey Lance is young. Matt Ryan in A- Atlanta's not ready. Carolina's bums. New Orleans doesn't have a quarterback. So it seems like Green Bay was headed in the right direction, and Aaron Rodgers was certainly probably saying, "Woo, man, I'm gonna get ready to get this thing." And as soon as the Brady news dropped yesterday, he probably was like, "Mother, meantime, bleeper." See, I was gonna say though, Key, this is what makes it really interesting, though. Because of Tom Brady now coming back and now hearing about what happened with the grand jury with Deshaun Watson, it almost makes it an arms race in the NFC. Since people are looking at the NFC saying, okay, it's not as – I know we get into this quibble, but I know I'm on the side of thinking that the NFC isn't as quarterback strong as the AFC. So now if you're Houston and you have Deshaun Watson and you're looking at, all right, I want to get him out of the AFC, now it turns into an arms race in the NFC for who can land Deshaun Watson. What's interesting about that, Jay and Key, is that a lot of this is – our brains are prediction machines, right? What's going to happen? Well, the sense was, okay, 
Russell Wilson traded to the AFC. Um, Aaron Rodgers is going to leave, right? And he's going to wind up in the AFC. Tom Brady's not in the NFC anymore. You start looking around, you go, oh, my God, it's so lopsided, but right? Stop. All of a sudden, if Deshaun Watson's back, very good chance he gets traded out of the conference. Rodgers is back in the NFC, and so is Brady. It's much more even. It looked totally lopsided because of all the young guns. Herbert and Burrow and Josh Allen, Mahomes, all these guys. And, oh, they're going to add Rodgers? And they just added Russell Wilson? So what just happened, Key? Russell Wilson to the AFC. Let's assume for a second Deshaun Watson goes to the NFC. Well, you just swapped, right? You swapped a better Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson into the NFC, and you pushed Russell Wilson to the AFC. So now you got Kyler Murray, Matthew Stafford, Deshaun Watson, Tom Brady, uh, you know, Matt Ryan, so to speak, all in the NFC. I'm probably missing somebody, uh, you know, Jimmy Garoppolo. Well, because I like Matt Ryan, man. Matt Ryan, good. I just throw him in there. He's a good quarterback. Dude done threw for a million yards. All You know, he's a good quarterback. Can I I tell you something that how I thought about this when I heard the news yesterday? My brain automatically went there. And I'm not saying that he would think this way because, obviously, he's a competitor and he wants to win and feels like his team is loaded with talent. But if you're Dak Prescott, you're saying, damn, this thing just just looked wide open. And now it's not. And now they're talking about Deshaun Watson coming to New Orleans. New well, I mentioned Kyler, it, 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 and if Deshaun, yeah. so if I'm Deshaun and his representatives, I'm looking at the New Orleans Saints extremely yes. hard. They got a solid defense. Uh, offensively, I think Pete Carmichael, Carmichael is going to be the offensive play caller. He's done that before. Um, they got Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara. They're in a division that's not great. Um, outside of Tampa Bay, Carolina's in trouble. Atlanta's kind of in a rebuilding situation. I would look at that and be like, it's indoors. I could spin it. I would look at that as, yeah, that's what that might make all the sense in the world. Yeah, but Sean Payton not there anymore. You know? Yeah, but I think I don't know. I think Dennis Allen second time around might be decent enough to be a good head coach in the NFL. Key. I'm going to germ spread here for a second. I'm just throwing it out there. I'm not saying it makes sense. You obviously shoot germ spreading down. But if you're the if you're the Saints and you find a way to get the Sean Watson, if you're Sean Payton at your home, wherever you are, are you saying, Yeah, might be time for me to come back on home here. And no, it's too late. They done paid the other coach now. Is it too late for Sean Payton? Really <laughs> yeah, too no, late they just promoted Payton? from within, Key. They can't. Really no, but they had to but they had to give him really? a they had to give him a new deal. Evan's saying they can you demote keep the from same within. Deal. Yeah. Keep the deal, you gave him. Just you know, he's a, now he's the nah. They're not going. They can't do that. We'd like well, to announce our new uh, assistant that, coach uh, demoted nah. from within. <laughs> I can't do that. I would do it in a heartbeat. Our new, I didn't our say. New I didn't say I wouldn't do it. I said they can't do it. Dennis Allen. I mean, if you have a chance to get Sean Payton back, you get you get you get Sean and Deshaun. it's like Brady, right? Like you had a chance. Like they or 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 they leaving the light on for Sean Payton. Or you could be very slick. And See, I knew you, you could, would give me a way to do it. I knew you would give me a way to do it. Or you could be very slick, and you could have Deshaun go to somewhere else and take that job next year. You know? You could have him go to where – where will we have him go, Max? Like Seattle? Nah. nah. No, not nah. Seattle. Who in the NFC you're talking about who's just a quarterback yeah. away yeah. from being real good? Yeah, and they need a coach at the same time. Oh, a coach and a quarterback. 
Yeah, that's tough. I don't uh, Carolina. Nah. You can have him go to Carolina not, uh, and and you can start your negotiations with Carolina. And if the coach gets fired, I, that's my job, and I got my quarterback. Hmm. Um. I can't yeah, say there's like, really not anything else. Here's the thing: if it comes with a coach, because Washington and and Philadelphia, you you, you understand coaches. what I'm saying? I do, yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I'm trying to think of the NFC. See, I don't believe in you have to trade guys out of the conference. You know how I feel about that. Uh, but man, if you, if you leave Deshaun Watson in the AFC, Max, I'm gonna knock you upside your head. Well, here it is. What's wrong with you? Here it is. NFC. Here it is. It's an it's an obvious one, but maybe not that obvious. Niners. Because you're hoping Trey Lance can become Deshaun but Watson. You, you know you Garoppolo's not. You don't not. have anything. Yeah, they don't have enough to give up. You don't have anything. I, I need, well, right, I guess I the price just went back ones. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Price just went back up. <laughs> it went four ones. Price just went back up. Who has the draft capital? Who the Carolina three. Panthers. I, I'm telling you, here's Deshaun Payton deal. Carolina and Tepper, here's what we're going to do. You get Deshaun. I'll sit on the sidelines, and I will agree quietly to take over the team for you next year. Get the quarterback, and I'll sit on the sidelines. Because if I'm Sean, yeah. I'm betting on the Cowboys failing and Carolina failing, and I can pick my spot. I think that's right. I think that's actually right. That Who has the draft capital, the need, an owner with the sense that he's trying to be great, not just good, right, which is why he tore it down when he bought the team. Carolina makes a lot of sense. What what has lasted longer than Tom Brady's retirement? 888-729-3776. 888-SAY-ESPN. Dennis in Delaware, what's what's lasted longer than Tom Brady's retirement? Uh, what's lasted? Um, I don't know. I would say, um, hmm, I'm not Our sure show. about that one. All right, so what do you want to talk about, Brady, Dennis? Yeah, I want to talk about Brady. I mean, that, that's that got to be on bad beats where the guy clearly buys the football one day before Tom Brady announces his re- return <laughs> to the NFL. He's now got the final pass of 2021, not Tom's career. I mean, that, that memorabilia is plummeting like the uh, the ruble. Anyway, oh, I, think Brady's, I, th- I think Brady's coming back with the money. I mean, he bought this $17 million teardown in uh, home in Dennis, Miami. You think, wait a minute, um, you think Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen, yeah. who combined, I don't know, I'm I not counting their money, the money, but I'm guessing, Key, they can't be worth less, not a chance, than a quarter billion, right? Like, conservatively, yeah, yeah, yeah they got went plenty wrong, of money. They got, they got more money than they need. Is coming back, and Brady, who could make as much money at least outside the NFL this year as he can on the field, is coming back for the money, Dennis? Hey, what? A, hey, I do, I do. I think it's, he's got nothing to prove, so why would he come back? Because he loves playing um, football and, and he wants to win. Nah, he's he's done it all. <laughs> he's coming back for the money. Hey, how about nah, Amari money, Cooper money, to the Browns? Money ain't the Guys, issue. Amari Cooper to the Browns. That means uh, bye-bye Jarvis Landry. Yeah, Landry's leaving, and the Browns certainly are in on Deshaun Watson too, fellas. So that's oh. one that you got to oh. pay close oh, attention duh. to. Right. No, the Browns mm. is the answer. The Browns no, the is Browns. the answer. No, but see, remember, I'm not trading Deshaun Watson in the AFC. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, right. We only way, only way I mean, I he would, gets but, yeah. there. Well, look, if 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 am I if I'm Houston, Matt J, hmm. if I'm Houston and you're willing to give me 
I don't know how far they can go out, but if you're willing to give me twice as much as Denver gave for Russell Wilson, you can have him. I drive him. I'll drive him to Cleveland for you. Yeah, I guess that goes. I mean, what they gave up for Russell Wilson was wow. Yeah, and Deshaun is younger. And so here's how you do it, better, though, if you're better. Houston. So let's get into this. I'm going to play general manager for a minute. I'm rebuilding the team if I'm Houston. I'm moving Deshaun Watson to Houston. I mean, to, to Cleveland, right? Follow me now. Yep. I'm going to get four ones. I'm going to get a couple twos and a three. Oh, my goodness. Now I want Baker Mayfield in return. I'm going to take Baker Mayfield, and I'm going to flip him to somebody. Because I don't More think he's better than my young quarterback, Davis Mills. You so now, you now I'm going to take him and flip him for more picks. That's how you reestablish and build your organization all over again. Yeah, I, I don't hope think, Houston's listening. I don't think that um, Cleveland is a type of franchise to give up that much draft capital for a player. They're, like, they're, they're analytically oriented. I don't think they pulled the trigger this on that. This ain't just any player, man. No doubt. But this I still dude feel is like one of the top four, four players in the National Football Maybe not anymore. Look, he hasn't played for a year. And in that yeah, time. It's one him. year. He's healthy. But in that time, guys who've come up in the world are Josh Allen. Who nah. I don't know that Deshaun Watson's better than Josh Allen. That's no, close. man, you so tripping, Max. Out of sight, out of mind. Max, oh, are Deshaun, you sure Deshaun Watson's better than Josh Allen? Max, you tripping, he's there, man. But he's, he's around the conversation. <laughs> are you sure he's yeah, better than Justin Herbert? Yeah, yeah, he's in the conversation. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm not saying he's better. Right, right. Justin Herbert. But he has a but chance you to be would better. Give up How many quarterbacks Which, have a chance to be better than those guys? I get it. I'm just saying he. But also, Max, though, you're going to give up all that for those guys, too. I'm not saying. I'm not saying. You wouldn't give up that for Justin Herbert. You would give that up for Justin well, Herbert, but you're not getting Justin Herbert because he's not available. I get Deshaun it. Deshaun Watson is available. But if you hit on your hit on a draft pick, like if it's a quarterback-rich class and you can trade up, let's say a one, so you put two ones together and trade up and grab your quarterback, there's got no a younger, Justin Herbert coming anytime soon. Well, that may be. Uh, and like, I don't have the time to wait to see no. if Justin Herbert is coming. Listen, I got in one the hand. in front of me. Bird in the hand, and Deshaun Watson would be a bird in the hand. Although he's facing a lot of civil suits. We'll see what the NFL has to say about all this still. Gabriel in New Jersey, you're on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Hi, good morning, guys. How you guys doing? What's up, good, man? man. What's happening? Um, I think if there's anything that lasted longer than Tom Brady's retirement, it was probably the MLB lockout, which is interesting because I'm a big Yankees fan. But you know what? He should have stayed retired because – my Niners need a chance to win. Hmm. Doubt it, though. But, listen, but, you know what? Hey, good for him to come back. He loves the game. Can't stay away. All right. What's next? He's going to die on the field? Play till he dies? Couldn't understand the last thing that he said. <laughs> Play till he dies, pretty much. Yeah, I mean, listen. You would be both. Yeah, listen. You want to, especially at quarterback nowadays, I'm not, I'm not going to make, you know, I'm not going to underestimate the physical toll that playing in the NFL takes, but it's not what it used to be at quarterback, right? There are all kinds of rules protect, protecting the quarterback. Tom Brady gets rid of the ball extremely quickly. His football IQ is off the charts. So, like, they're, like in the NBA, Major League Baseball, they have to tear the uniform off these guys. They don't want to stop. And Brady may be the same way. You know, he may be like, like the way he's feeling is uh, the way he's seeing the field, the way he's delivering the ball, the way he's feeling, the team he's on, the lifestyle. He may be very happy doing this for a while. No, he might be. I, I just, me, you know, again, as I said earlier, I sometimes have to remove myself from the way I would do things. Right. 
That's, you know, and I just wasn't playing 23 years, no matter what the hell the stakes were. I mean, I'm not what, doing it. It was just seven months ago we were having the conversation about whether Tom Brady could play until he's 50. Oh, that gotcha. was a legit conversation. Please, that it they was. were joking please around. Tell me, right? Please tell me he ain't getting ready to do that. Well, that, that. That's why I brought up the point about, okay, like, well, he's coming back. When will Tom Brady retire? Like, I think that's a really fascinating, will there be a retirement His grandkids tour? would be at the game. Well, like, will there be a tour <laughs> For eventually? Real, like, I mean, like, but I, I would say – I have the opposite feeling. I remember this when the Klitschko brothers, both were Ukrainians, by the way, both fighting in Kiev right now, were both heavyweight champions of the world. And everyone in boxing was complaining, oh, why don't they just, one of them should, why? It was more interesting with two guys, right? Like, it was so, brothers are dominating the heavyweight division. It's so cool. Like, I, this whole thing, like, oh, Brady keeps going to me. It's, I'm the guy who predicted the cliff years ago, but He's defied it for so long. I want to see how far he can take this thing. If you can play, play, but this is going way too far. Why? <laughs> Why? Key, he's the best. He's, he's, he's basically the best, the best player in football. Man, still. I don't want to see my grandfather playing football, man. Not, if he can ball, I, I want to see my grandfather play football. But he's still dominating people. Like it's not like he's out there just like you know barely getting by. He's dominant. He was in the MVP conversation last year. George Foreman was in his mid one more one more year, man. I, I give him one more year, Jaden. I'm gonna have to officially go to him and say, dude, please. What if he's- he as an athlete? I'm getting to the point where I'm like, Tom, just be healthy. I just want to see you come out of this. Like, I don't want to see your career end off some kind of gnarly injury because you're playing at this age. What if he wins double digits, two playoff games, in in addition to that? And top three in the league QBR, five in the league QBR. So you want him to run it back great. again for 2023? Yeah, no well. doubt. No doubt. And why would we think he couldn't do that? It's nuts. No, I, don't I, don't think, I think he can. I just don't want to see it. I'm like, I'm tired, man. What more does <laughs> give, he? I don't want to see him win another. Yes. Like, this isn't golf. Tune in to the <laughs> or ESPN tennis? Daily Podcast. He's turning football into golf. That's huh. some alchemy right there. <laughs> Tune into the ESPN Daily Podcast, uh, bringing you a deep dive into a single story from one of ESPN's hundreds of reporters presented by Supercuts. Download, subscribe, and review ESPN Daily, available wherever you enjoy your podcasts. And uh, what else can I tell you? I can tell you that another quarterback's future was cleared up on Sunday. That's coming up next. Keyshawn J. Willemax on your smart speakers by saying play ESPN Radio. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Brady is back, baby! Adam, uh, what is it that changed during this two-month period? 40 days since Tom Brady retired, and I think as he stepped back and reflected, he did not feel like the time was right right now. Dan Graziano with us here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, giving you the straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. Dan. Dan, I said. I've been doing this all day. Dan, are you ready to play hot news or not news? I am. Where I am? He's always um, ready, though. He's always, always ready. ready. Always yeah. ready. No matter what it says. Born like, ready. But I, I don't know. No one's born ready. Come on. You have to learn to be I ready. was. For hot news. You were born ready? hot news, not news, I was Got born it. ready. It's a... It's a <laughs> so I'm not going to ask you if it's hot news or not news. I'll say what level of hot news is Tom Brady unretiring? What's the, well, like if you go someplace and it's like different hot sauces, right? Well, like what's the hottest level of of hot sauce? Like, like this it, one it, goes to eleven. Like I can't eat the wings that are that are this hot. Look, I mean it's massive. I mean the Buccaneers had no quarterback. Now they have Tom Brady in the span of 24 hours. I mean, and and, and look at what Ryan Jensen, their center, was going to go to free agency and like and and be the apple of the Jets' eye or the Bengals. Now he's back, and that's going to happen with some of their other feet. Not all, because they have they have they have to fit everybody under the cap. But uh, he's it, it makes a big difference. I mean, you now you now look at a clear favorite in the NFC South when before you didn't know who that was. It's mm-hmm. California hot for sure. There's no question about it. I'm talking blistering Palm Springs, 125 degrees. When you think about unretiring Tom Brady, now they finally get their quarterback. They they're the biggest winner, and I would call Dan free agency thus far. On the seventh day, he has risen. That, I mean, that's what yesterday was for me with Tom Brady. On a day that's Selection Sunday, Tom Brady made us not talk about Selection Sunday. Think about that. I, look, I, I, obviously it's hot news. I'd love to argue it's not hot news, though, for this reason. There was never any news. In reality, he did not miss any playoff games, regular no. season games, no. no practices, no meetings, OTA, no, no nothing. nothing. He's going to miss no regular season, no preseason. Yeah. He never sent in his papers. Nothing happened. No. Nothing at all happened. This is all just in, in Tom Brady's own mind, and he said it out loud. But they didn't think they had him, and now they do, yeah. and that's hot news. Scorching hot. Um, all right. Kirk Cousins, one-year deal. Wait, there's a separate. Tom Brady saying in a post, I'm coming back for my 23rd season in Tampa. In other words, it's going to be in Tampa Bay. Right, and that's you know that's significant because there was some speculation that maybe he retired because he wanted to play for some other team. So I say it's hot news. He made it clear it's going to be Tampa. Uh, and again, I think, that, I, think it, I think it's hot news because it tells you he has some idea what kind of team he's coming back to in terms of the free agents that are coming back, et cetera. So I think it says a lot about Tampa's prospects for this season. See, it's not news to me because I wasn't following them fake breadcrumbs about him wanting to play for another team. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers were never going to let Tom Brady walk and go play for somebody else. They owned his rights. It's not as simple as I retire, unretire, can go play for a team. And that team was going to be the San Francisco 49ers. So in return, the 49ers were giving up what? Trey Lance? They were going to give up Jimmy G, Trey Lance, and a bunch of picks that they don't have. If Tom Brady wanted to go to San Francisco, he'd have did it two years ago. Dan, what do you make of these rumors about – Bruce Arians and Tom Brady actually, you know, mending it, coming together, having a real talk. I mean, look, I think Bruce Arians and Tom Brady are, are both strong personalities and, and kind of type A, and I'm sure there have been clashes over the last couple of years. But more, they've gotten along enough to win a whole bunch of games. So I, I think it's a non-issue unless it starts affecting their, their performance on the field, which so far it hasn't. 
Kirk Cousins' one-year deal with the Vikings, hot news or not news? Look, it's not news because Kirk Cousins continues to do this with the Vikings. Four years ago, he got the fully guaranteed three-year deal. After two years, they had to extend him for cap relief, more guaranteed money. Now they have to extend him again for cap relief, more guaranteed money. Kirk Cousins and his agent, Mike McCartney, could teach a class in how to beat the NFL salary cap system from a player's perspective. They are crushing it, and this is just more of that. Find the right team. That's how you beat them. Because <laughs> this doesn't make any sense to me, Dan. You're giving him another one-year deal, $70 million to be made over the next two football seasons for Kirk Cousins? Eh, not news. But it clears $14 million in cap space this year. They need it. He had them over a barrel. You see, I, I think this is hot news just because – from what you said, Dan, but also the fact that Aaron Rodgers is now coming back in the division, and it feels like the Vikings are once again stuck where they always are. I'd say it's hot news for the reason that, um, Dan, you you articulated. It's news in the sense, like, look at this as an example of how to be. Kirk Cousins is yes. an average starting quarterback. Starting from when they started franchising him in Washington, yes. he has made out as though he's the, one of the best quarterbacks of his generation. So if I'm Lamar Jackson, if I'm Kyler Murray, I don't care if they're giving me a contract extension right now. Bet on myself. Take a couple franchise tags and then go to the market and set records. It's unreal. Amari Cooper traded to the Browns. Hot news or not news? Uh, it's hot news. I thought the Cowboys were going to have to cut him, so good for them for getting something in return. Uh, the Browns, you know, they, look, they, they, they've got to compete, and I'm interested to see if they're going to do something at quarterback. I wonder if they're going to be in the Deshaun Watson thing, but Amari Cooper will help whoever the quarterback is in Cleveland. Mm. Yeah, I, 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 it's hot news because they need to replace Landry and OBJ. Yep. They went and got Amari Cooper for a fifth and a sixth round pick, and much like you just said, uh, Dan, Will they make a play for Deshaun Watson? That is floating out there that there's a strong possibility. As I spoke to the guys a minute ago, I played general manager. I'd give, I'd take everything if I'm Houston away from Cleveland, give them Deshaun and give me Baker Mayfield, then I'll move Baker Mayfield somewhere else. Now I can rebuild my organization if I'm Houston. Dan, I'm just curious, who do you like more, Amara Cooper or Michael Gallup? Who do I like? I, uh, Cooper's the better player. I don't think there's any question, but the Cowboys have cap problems, and, and uh, Michael Gallup for twelve and a half million a year, plus C.D. Lamb, who's their first round pick two years ago, you know, versus twenty million for Amari Cooper at this point, the way they were using him, I, I think they had no choice. The Panthers will reportedly make a strong push for Deshaun Watson. It's not news. The Panthers were one of the most aggressive teams trying to get Watson last year before uh, he, he was hit with 22 lawsuits, uh, civil lawsuits alleging sexual misconduct. So now that things seem to be moving toward a Deshaun Watson trade again, I'm not surprised that they are one of the most aggressive teams. I think the Saints will be in it. I don't, I, I don't rule out the Browns or the Seahawks. This is going to take a little while to come together. It's hot news because of what Dan was saying. The Panthers have been aggressive. They they probably have spent the most money out of any club in the National Football League just doing their own internal investigation on everything surrounding Deshaun Watson so they can be very comfortable with making a decision on whether to pull the trigger or not. I think it's blazing news just because if you see what Russell Wilson went to Denver for, I can only imagine what Deshaun Watson is going to go for in a trade scenario. Dan, when and where – do you think you see Deshaun Watson? Meet so you? it'll take a while. And there's three parties that have to agree. The Texans, uh, the acquiring team, and Watson, who himself has a no-trade clause and can dictate where he goes. 
So I think it'll happen before the draft. I'm not sure it happens this week because teams that are interested in him want to meet with him. Those meetings haven't been set up yet. Uh, you know, the, the, the Texans have to get a trade in place. They have to make sure Watson's okay with going to the place they're trading him. Look, the Saints make a lot of sense. If they really want him, I think they can make it happen. But uh, it's early in this process to make that kind of forecast. Deshaun Watson, one of the best players in the game when he's on the field, still has to deal with these civil lawsuits. We'll see what the NFL has to say right. about all that. Um, just because they're not going to be criminal charges. I wonder, I know what John Maris said originally. He's not, the Giants not in, we want, we want to feel the team you're proud of on and off the field, right? Maybe that's what Dable said in his, or, or what, um, what Shane said in his first press conference, and then Maris said they're not going to be in, in on Deshaun Watson. But now that there won't be criminal charges pressed, I wonder, an NFC team, a bevy of draft picks, I wonder, I wonder. I, I still think... I'd be surprised to see him with the Giants. I think the fact that there won't be criminal charges does not mean that bringing in Deshaun Watson is a, is a move everybody's going to be comfortable with, right? Yeah. I mean, he's still – what's gone on over the past year, and he's denied it. We have to make sure that's you – know, but, but fair or not, what's gone on over the past year has made you rethink you know, what you thought about Deshaun Watson. Yeah, 22 it's separate accu- accusers. Face of the franchise. Yeah. So, so I, I think there's still going to be teams that, that have, uh, that have you, reason yeah. to pause on this. You know, Dan, one of the teams that have dealt with controversy of a player in the past is the Philadelphia Eagles and Michael Vick. So they certainly know how to handle controversy. And on top of that, they got a bunch of picks, a bunch of them that they could give right now and in the future to grab him. And they were early, you know, rumors about the Philadelphia Eagles going after Deshaun. So I guess pay attention to that as well. Three first round picks this year, so they could up, offer something no one else can. I looked up Kirk Cousins' career uh, contracts year by year. Yeah. Holy Winner. moly. Mm-hmm. This dude. <laughs> Winner. Yep. Keyshawn J. Willemax is presented by Progressive Insurance. We'll find out what you voted on to talk about next week, and we're back in less than two minutes with a family feud that has been ended. That's next on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Thanks, Dan. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. 
So here's some news. That th- this was such an insane news weekend. Crazy. For sports. So much happened, you couldn't keep up with it all. Wait, on Thursday, baseball has the labor settlement. And then Friday, one thing after another, LeBron goes for it, the KG go, KD goes for this, and Kyrie and KD are together. And, and then we're talking about the tournament, and Tom Brady comes out of retirement. And there are 10 other things I'm forgetting, including, until just now, at least as a show, KG and Ray <laughs> Allen. KG is in Kevin Garnett and Ray Allen mending fences. Jay, what'd you think? First off, I mean, for those two individuals, I've known Ray since my rookie year, spent time with him in Milwaukee. And I, I, I get how that could work out, knowing Paul working with him with ESPN NBA Countdown for as long as I did. Like, obviously, Ray Allen leaving Boston, going to Miami, winning that championship, making that incredible shot for LeBron James and company to win – I recognize that friction. I think with the top 75, it was the first time I kind of saw it publicly trying to be mended where they were next to each other, even though it looked awkward. I've heard Kendrick Perkins talk about this for a while. But to see it all come together and to see the love and respect that they had there between KG, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce, I, I love that for Ray Allen, the person, right? But for KG, I, I started wondering, I'm like, why isn't Minnesota? And I know he tried to buy the team. It didn't really work out. But why is it Minnesota? doing the right thing by honoring Kevin Garnett and retiring his number there with the Timberwolves, considering that's the big ticket. That's where he got the nickname. That's where he got his MVP. Like, that's where he set years of history for this franchise and put them on the map with Starberry. I don't know why they haven't done that yet. It's a good question. So who do you think of when you hear the word KG? Is it Minnesota? Is it Boston? It's Minnesota easy for me, man. It's Timberwolves. I mean, I always think about – him and Steph being on the same – him and Stephon Marbury were on the same team. Yeah. Think about that. Yeah, oh. I, I'm KG all the way in, in Minnesota. Marbury, uh, even to the point where they had, like, Anthony Peeler. <laughs> I go way back then. KG was an animal. And it, by the way, but he was still an animal in Boston. He was so But a intense. different animal, though, in Boston. He was, but he was so great. They all sacrificed to win a championship. I think of Chris Bosh as the Miami Heat. I think of KG as I, – I can't – I think of both. I can't but, – but usually what pops into my head is the championship with Boston. It does something to me when I see a guy win a chip when he's still great. Anything is possible! Come on, this is a new segment called Choose Your Own Adventure. What should we talk about? Vote now. All right. Who won? Should, what happened? So Jalen Ramsey's reaction to Tom Brady coming back. Bracket snubs, 2008 reunion, Boston Celtics, the month of 50. We're dropping 50 this month. So we want to start from the bottom or the top. You want to know who won it? Should I go right to the winner? I'll tell you who came in second. How's that? Jalen Ramsey's reaction came in second at 21.7% of the vote, but at more than double that, dwarfing. All other possibilities is, is bracket snubs, 55.7%. Tell you what, sometimes what we, what we anticipate is the biggest news. Tom Brady's back. No one cares about the brackets. Maybe the public doesn't feel that way because mm. we make editorial decisions, you know, based on not just like on hard numbers, on what we're feeling is out there, but it's not always right. I mean, yesterday was Selection Sunday. Yeah. It's a chance for you to win a lot of money in your pools. 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which has always driven a lot of sports interest. Dalen Coffey, ESPN college basketball analyst. Listen to this on Bracket Snubs. People are going to harp on Wyoming. Wyoming's quad one record is not as Wyoming's is, good. Is, yeah, they're good, but their quad one record's good given the opportunities they have. When you're in that league, it's hard to get people to play you that give you quad one opportunities. Oklahoma had a boatload, and Oklahoma did win them. So I think if anybody has a complaint, Oklahoma won enough, I thought, in the toughest conference. And AM, they really did val- they didn't value your late runs. They looked at your entire body of work. AM lost eight in the middle of the SEC season. Then I think they've won, what, nine of their last ten to get into that championship game, and then getting throttled in that last game didn't help them. SMU, I'm okay with them being left out. Dayton is a very young team, a talented team. But they have some non-conference question marks. They obviously had that big win over Kansas, which really helps in the non-conference. But they had some bad losses along the way. So I'm okay with them not being in. But I think if I'm picking one of the four, it's probably Oklahoma has the biggest gripe. You see, I agree with Dallin on this because here, here's one of the problems that all these teams have faced when I was doing college basketball. If you're playing in a Power 5 conference, you get more swings at the bat, right? You get more shots. You get a chance to compete against more top-tier teams to build your resume. Whereas if you come from uh, – you know, uh, a smaller conference, you have to really go out of your way and do it intentfully to schedule power five opponents. And But you typically have to go play them on their home court or in a big-time neutral site. So it kind of puts you at a disadvantage unless you just win your conference. So for a team like Wyoming, that's why it's going to be troubling. I have. I think that the committee really did not give enough respect to the SEC. I thought that was probably the best conference all year. I agree. Um, th- you know, Tennessee beat Kentucky on Saturday, then beat A&M to, get in, to win the automatic bid on Sunday, and they're a three-seed in the same conference as Duke. Let's, let's be honest, the ACC was down all year, so I didn't think they gave enough respect to the SEC there. Tennessee should have been on the two-line. And then A&M. A&M went on this run against some of the best teams in the country at the end of the season. And I, I think like we, we talk about this in college football a lot, and they don't do it enough in college basketball, where who's playing the best – when teams lose and when teams win, like when teams lose is so important in college football. Yet in college basketball, we completely ignore that metric, that part of the conversation. And Texas A&M, let's be honest, right now is one of the 68 best teams in the country. They're one of the best at-large teams based on the way they're playing right now. They may not have the resume everybody else, but when you watch what they just did the last week, I have a problem with that. And I think the committee doesn't take into account the conference tournaments enough, and I didn't think they gave enough respect to the SEC this weekend. Or J- JD or Keith, hmm. do you guys feel like it, the way it should be, should it be more based on should be, resume or how like what your odds are in the tournament in play itself like jay you bring up you've been on duke's lack of guard play right like there's some things you look for at least in at duke but in college basketball that makes you think they can go on a run right how much should that stuff be looked at i mean but there are a lot of basketball people in the selection committee Right. Like that's the problem. Like, you know, we that's why we kind of developed this whole thing called the eye test. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you combine that with the analytics and then ultimately you come to a conclusion. And I agree with largely with what Evan said also on the sentiment of how you finish matters, how you go into playing into the tournament matters. Right. Well, that's what I mean. Like it, that is a kind of a predictor though. of how you can do the eye test. Yeah. yeah. And the fact is, a lot of guys, you, there's no way you can watch every single team you're trying to. But you're also looking at the information and then you're trying to say, OK, well, you know, based upon all these numbers and the metrics and, you know, you, you can't make a real decision that way, even though they do every year. Yeah. And, and what they should do, though, I think is, number one, you start with the conference. Right. That's that's always how they, the easiest part. And then look at the body of the work of the team sort of kind of like they do in college football 
look at the body of work of some of the teams, even though you got some of the lower teams that may have beaten some of the bigger teams, but will they do it in a playoff format? You know, can can the Murray States, for instance, of the world take on the Dukes and surprise the Dukes on a consistent basis within the tournament, opposed to just always looking for a reason to take an Oklahoma out or take a Texas A&M out? Because you know Jay playing college basketball, if you're going up against Oklahoma, Texas A&M, then a Duke, then somebody else, that's hard as hell to go through. Yeah. But regions matter in this stuff, too. So, I mean, that's, that's very important, right? You saw Duke was trying to vie for the Midwest region because they wanted to play in Chicago. That's where Coach K is from. Now they have to go out west. So where you play also matters from home court advantage perspective as well. Um, snubs are always going to be a thing, although when you have 64 teams. There's always going to be snubs. Every there, single there, year there, there's no somebody matter, yelling. No matter how many, which is, which is why, by the way, I am. They uh, should have left Gonzaga out. I'm against like college football expanding too much. Like that's the whole thing. You want to preserve the excitement of the regular season. There will oh any All Star game selection Sunday always going to be snubs. I, I, I hope we come out of this whole pandemic thing because I am dying. I've never done this before in my life. I am dying to do one of our shows next year on the opening weekend of March Madness in Vegas. Thursday, Friday, I heard it's the craziest thing in the world. We need to make this happen next year. Download the ESPN Tournament Challenge app to fill out your brackets. Play along with us. Filling out brackets with ESPN are two things I love, guys. Free and easy. It's quite a one-two punch, free and easy. The ESPN (laughs) Tournament Challenge is presented by WebEx. We're closing in, by the way, on 4 million brackets. So go to the app and join the KJM group to play along with us. Key, Tom Brady's going to play until he's 50, man. Just trying Jay. to tell you. Jay. It's going to happen. Jay. Key. You have wooden floors? <laughs> You're so weird. Why do you ask me these really weird, awkward questions yeah, all the time? And the, he's been doing it. No, no, I'm forever. curious. Do you have wooden floors? Stop. <laughs> I'm just curious. Why are you adding on? Are you, of course you do, have wood what, floors. What, what, what's your refrigerator? A Sub-Zero, a Viking, yeah. GE? It's called Appliances, LG. No, no, it's, Jay it's got not, one of those big commercial Nanya. fridges you could, like, see through. True. Right, the next level stuff. You have a wolf range. I know you got business. a wolf range with red knobs, Yeah, Jay. the little red no, knobs. That, that's how your kitchen looks. You just show me a picture of your kitchen. You're talking about your own kitchen. White marble countertops, Jay. I know what you got. <laughs> Everyone's got the same thing. Which Why are you up. playing the sci-fi music behind it? <laughs> hey, Jay, by the way, know. Jay got a fresh crib. Driving that K- expensive J- key convertible back tomorrow bank at account. 6 Eastern. Greeny is Com- expensive next. Expensive convertible. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com.